Hey, welcome to Younger and Older. This is Jason and Dave hanging out at the studios of Relate365.com on the campus of Silver Birch Ranch and Nicolay Bible Institute in the Northwoods of Wisconsin. And we're having a good time. We always have a good time, Dave. We do. You know, the, the, every time you mention where we're from, there's multiple ministries mentioned. Multiple. So to help people understand that, they can go to our website, silverbirchranch.com. O-R-G. Go there. Yep. You can check out different things. But that's kind of like the mothership. It started as a camp from churches in Chicago. My dad was a pastor, and he started it because he always wanted a place to train people to serve God and to get kids out of their normal environment in the summer mm-hmm. and, and get them in a relational environment with adults who care about them and love God. Yep. And that's, that's been the whole focus there. But then it's branched off into the Nicolay Bible Institute, a one-year college for young people. And then we have uh, the Relate365.com, which you're listening to right now, is the, the various ministries of podcast and adult education that go over the airwaves somehow. And then you have what we're starting in the Wolf River Refuge is a work with people who are in foster care systems and trying to help churches help foster care uh, thrive in our country because churches should be in that role. So if you wonder which ministry we're coming from, all of them. All of the above. Yeah. Silverberg Ranch is the it's mother. It's the Silverberg Ranch umbrella. Yeah, it's the mothership. And, and you, Jason, here at camp are the one that's personally responsible for summer camp programming, yep. some of the stuff in the winter that we program. What are we looking forward to in 2021? I, I could have asked you that last year about 2020, and I bet you were wrong. I was in, probably in, wrong. In what we were looking forward to. In fact, to. I think you did ask me that at one point, and, and you'll probably go back to a a podcast last year and find it. And yeah, you can go make fun of us because we, I'm sure we predicted what we would be doing and we we're all excited about it. And as you know, 2020 went down in the books as a different kind of year. Went down as 2020. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that is one of those things now it'll become a phrase, I'm sure, in years to come. Twenty, that, Don't 2020 me or something. Right. I, I have no idea. An insult for sure. But no, we're actually looking forward to 2021 summer. Uh, it's still a ways off and we're, we're anticipating it to be quasi- dare I say normal. Um, but you, we're planning that way. I dare, I dare. Yeah. And so we're going to dare to go big or go home. And yep. so we're going we're gonna to bring summer uh, like we usually do, which is great. The theme for the summer is called The Search. It's our mystery theme. Fun. Which will be a lot of fun. And we got a few things up of our sleeves, up of our, up, up our yeah, sleeves. Yeah, that's okay. You're, I can't even talk. I know. Um, and so it's we actually- It's 2020 still, so about, that's why. Uh, you know, if, if you're listening to this show um, kind of as we release it, um, it's about a month from now. So mid December is usually when we open up registration for summer. So you can head over to silverbirchranch.org. And if you want to attend one of our camps, we do junior middler camps, which is third through seventh grade. We do junior high camps or middle school camps, which is sixth through eighth grade. And we do high school camps, which is, um, obviously high school aged. And so we have a variety of offerings there. Um, and then we also, if you're in high school, we actually take volunteers. And so if you just want to come up and help out, uh, we love that. That way you can uh, kind of learn some of the behind the scenes. If you're interested in zip lining, we'll train you and teach you and you can help run our zip line. Um, same thing with horses or doing dishes or maintenance or working in the canteen. What if you're in college? We volu- college, we have uh, spots for you as well. You can either volunteer. Otherwise, we do a separate thing called summer staff. And so if you're willing to come for the entire summer, there's a small, small stipend for those uh, college students. But Any then you'll, specialties? You'll help run those. Any specialties we need? 
Um, I mean, we're always looking for people who are lifeguards to help run our beach. Okay. You know, obviously, if you have experience in, you know, with horses or with... Um, if you're a nurse. Adventure courses or if you're... Yeah, if you're in nursing school um, and you need some experience, we're always looking for, for nurses that can help uh, during the summer. And it's a great... <laughs> You know, way to get the experience that you need. It looks great on your resumes and even as a as a experience thing that that's required for your schooling. So yeah. there's a variety of different positions that we're always looking forward to. And so right at the turn of the year, um, so end of December, beginning of January is when all of those volunteer or summer staff applications uh, come out. So if you just head over to silverbirchranch.org/summer. It'll bring you to all those links, uh, whether you want to camp, whether you want to volunteer, or whether you want to just join our summer staff for the summer, uh, because we're looking forward to it. And I, I can honestly say this, having been a person that grew up at your dad's church that you talked about, right. um, I always looked forward to, to coming here during the summertime. Um, it, it was one of those things, as soon as I camped uh, as a camper, and as soon as I was old enough to volunteer, I'd come up and volunteer. And I actually enjoyed volunteering so much. I only camped, camped high school camp once, and I said, you know what? I'd rather volunteer than camp. <laughs> um, so then I just helped out, and then as soon as I was old enough to summer staff, I summer staffed. And, you know, as a kid, you always dream of, oh, I want to work at camp. And I didn't think that was going to happen, but here I am talking to you. <laughs> so yeah. I was listening to a podcast from an educator, and he said this. He said, change of place and change of pace always precedes a change in perspective. Yeah. So, and he's right. I mean, when you look at those of us that are educators, if you keep living the same lifestyle you're living, you keep listening to the same people you're listening to, you keep doing the same habits you have, you're going to be the same person you are. Yes. Okay, so you have to do something to break into that. Yeah. If you want to change anything, start by changing your place, changing your pace, and getting away with people yeah. that know God and then have the purpose of really evaluating the life that you left for a little bit on the basis of the Bible and God and relationships, and it's really beneficial. Um, one of the things that happened this week was a, a daughter called me, a, a, not my daughter, but a lady called me, and she was a daughter of a man, and this man um, was getting older, he owned some businesses, and they were talking about what they were gonna do year-end gift-wise. Mm. And uh, they had realized that Silver Birch Ranch and all the other ministries that are associated with it uh, struggled a little bit just because it's 2020, and yep. that's what happens. And what the daughter told me was she reminded her dad that all of his kids, he has several kids, came to Christ here at camp mm -hmm. when they were kids, coming up with their church and being a part of us, and that now his grandkids came here. Yeah. Well, she said as he talked to him, he just wept. Mm. I, tears of joy, thinking, I'm so glad that place is open, and, and I'm thankful that God put it in the heart of my dad to start it years ago and that we've had this wonderful ride where we've been able to tell kids, thousands of them, that God loves them mm -hmm. and that, they, that there's a plan for them. And not only that, we have a unique philosophy that we allow churches to work with their own kids. Mm -hmm. Do you want to explain that a little bit? Yeah, you know, we believe in, in you know, God working through relationships. And as our role as a year-round Christian camp, our, our whole goal is to partner with the local church um, to know Christ and to make them known. And so when we have youth groups coming up during the summer, we encourage them to bring their leaders. Uh, we encourage them to come and, and be the counselors for their students, uh, which is rare, rarer in a, in a camping setting. Yeah. Um, but the reason we do that is because we're not the ones that do life with them. I mean, sure, we can pour into them for a week, and we do um, in a lot of ways by programming and all that, but we would rather support the youth leaders that are rubbing shoulders with them the other 360 days of the year when they're not at camp. 
Right. Um, and it's through those relationships that the counselors then can share life with these students while they're here. And so the way that we program and do our activities is to create moments where they can just break down the barriers and just do life and have fun, laugh and, and experience that together because God uses that in, in incredible ways to tear down walls and barriers so that then this adult can speak truth and wisdom into the life of the students in their cabins. Yeah. And that doesn't then end here at camp. They can then take that home and, and continue that relationship and continue that coaching um, and that discipleship within their church context. And so that's, that's how we partner with churches in a lot of ways. You know, I think uh, years ago and still, there's an inherent weakness in Christian camping. And that's when you train everybody who's a stranger to meet the needs of those who come up and then they leave. It's kind of like a child comes to Christ, they're a new believer and they have nowhere to go. Yeah. Abandoning a child of Christ. We don't want to do that. So what we do is try and make it a strength. Yeah. We really want, if you're listening today and you work in a youth group or you're interested in seeing how you can get involved, you can contact us through that website, talk to Jason, and he will tell you how to get involved yep, with us. Absolutely. And there's, there's various ways. One of the great ways is if, if you're a mom or a dad and you have a child, let's say, in sixth grade, yep. you can come in to camp, be their counselor. In other words, if you're a dad, you can be the guy's counselor. If you're a mom, you can be the girl's counselor. You can have them invite their friends who don't know Christ and Absolutely. live with them for a week. Mm-hmm. You can do that. We have a, we have a system where, where you can do it. You can sign up for it. You, you know, we'll do a background check, all that kind of stuff. So you can do it in conjunction with the church and with us because we want to be a tool that's really effective. Yeah. Uh, the other thing is, if you've got a p- particular skill, let's say you're older and you say, I wish I could give something, but I don't have money. Do you know in the summer, we really look for people who have CDL licenses who can drive a bus. Yep. Now, it doesn't need to be a school bus license. It needs to be a passenger bus license. Right. So if you have that, if you have the ability, it can be a school bus license because it's higher than the passenger, whatever the, you guys know the regulations. <laughs> but the, the bottom line is you can't have 18-year-old kids driving our buses to the river with children. That, right. that doesn't work on our insurance pipe. It doesn't work sensibly. So what we want to do is find people who can come up, even if you can come up for a week, right. and say, you know what, I'll putz around on other things. I'll I'll work in the shop, I'll do whatever. But when it comes time to drive the kids to the river, because we're right by the Wolf River, Mm -hmm. I'll do that. And really, we struggle every summer for two areas in particular, maybe three. You know, one is finding enough CDL drivers to help us all summer long, Mm. because we we have to have that every day. Yep. The other is finding qualified nurses. And so if you're a nurse, even if you're a student nurse, Jason talked about, but if you're a nurse and you'd like to give a week, oh yeah, you could do that too. Absolutely. Call us and talk to us about it. Yep. And if you want to give a week and take a nursing student with you, or give a week and two nurses come up, you know, it'd be totally different than being in like the ER or maternity ward or t- take a break and go be with eight-year-olds and yep. high school kids or junior hires and just love them into the kingdom and help us do what we need to do to stay safe is uh, we depend on that each week throughout the summer. And the other one that Jason mentioned is just lifeguards. You can't get too many of them right? as far as that goes. So if you're a lifeguard, mm-hmm. you know, if you're a nurse, if you have a CDL license and you're looking for some way to let God use your talents and abilities, check us out. We'd love for you to come and join us. And uh, we anticipate to be open. That's the hope. <laughs> That's, That's the hope. That is and, the hope. And move forward. That's so, right. Um, We'll see what happens there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And you just got to go with it. How many kids do we minister to in a full week? In a full week? Um, so 
prior to COVID, obviously this past summer we may do with what we can, but in yes. a normal summer, um, in a given week, we minister to about 310 to 320 okay. young people. Yeah, so when with all staff and all the support staff and all that kind of stuff, we, we usually feed about 400 people a meal. More than that. Yeah. In a full week, we're at about 520. Okay. So you we can imagine this operation yep. is not small. Yeah. So looking at different uh, ways to fill the various slots throughout the summer, keeping it affordable. And one of the very unique things that I would never trade because I've seen God work so miraculously, if somebody contacts us and they really can't afford to come, we ask them to come anyway. Yep. And we trust God for that resource. So, Yeah, we call that our campership fund. Yeah. And uh, it's cool because, like you said, our philosophy is that we want every kid who wants to come to camp to be able to come to camp without a financial you know, barrier in that. Um, and so every year we give away, you know, money towards people that say, Hey, I want to come to camp, but I just can't quite make ends meet yep. to make it happen. Yep. Um, and what a lot of people don't know is if you've been to camp before, we have our trading post in our canteen, you know, that's a place where you could buy pizzas, cheesy breadsticks, or the souvenirs that we have. And what people don't know that we're trying to educate a little bit more on is all of the proceeds that we make in the canteen and trading post go towards helping kids come to camp. Right. Which is really cool. Um, and so even if you're listening now, you can head over to silverbridgeranch.org slash store. And uh, if you want to, you know, give towards that fund in an outside the box way, you know, you could purchase a, a mug or something. And in return, you're kind of helping a kid come to camp, which is kind of cool. Absolutely. You know, it's so fun to see God work because it, I think the Bible makes it clear that if you give preference to those who only have money, that's not right. Right. What we do, we do for every child. And think of it this way. When they come on our grounds, another unique feature that we've had as far as back as I can remember, we don't charge kids extra for all the activities. So Correct. they can come and they go horseback riding, they go water skiing, they go water tubing, or they go rafting, or they go kayaking, or they go tubing down the river. Or, or playing paintball. Or playing paintball or whatever. Yeah. We don't really, do we charge them for the paintball? No, they get their first round free. Okay, there you go. So- the bottom line really is, if we charge for every activity, you create the vision. Yeah. So there are kids that can come to camp, but they can't afford to have a good time there. Right. And then they stand there, and they would watch all the kids that came to camp that had money have a good time. Mm-hmm. That's not how you reach a people. That's not how you reach out to children. You reach out to children by doing everything the same, mm-hmm. regardless of their income, Regardless of where, what country they come from, regardless of the color of their skin, everybody needs to be treated the same when they're here. And when that happens, it's really quite amazing as people respond to the gospel message and respond to the love that they experience because you're not putting up barriers. You're trying to knock them down. Absolutely. And uh, so that's, that's what happens here. You want to get involved, go to silverbirdtrans.org, take a look at it. And uh, so many different ways that you can be a part of. Even if you're listening to this and you think, well, my youth pastor needs to hear this, get it to him. Get it to him. It's a podcast on Relate365.com. Go get it. Send it to him. Um, And in the title, you can look for uh, Jason and Dave camping, and I'll I'll have that in the title. And uh, so you can pass the word on. Uh, Well, good. I didn't mean to talk that long about that, Jason, but. Well, it's exciting stuff. It is. It is. And uh, I think, I think th- especially this summer, I think a lot of people will be looking for a camping experience just to kind of get out and enjoy life. Yeah, we need to get, you know, one th- I know we're still on it here, but when you think about it, get away from the TV, get away from the news, get away from that stuff for a while. Right. Change your place, change your pace, yeah. change your inputs for a while. 
when you keep getting inundated, here, here's my theory in Washington. I think that the people in Washington, D.C. have no idea what the normal person actually thinks. Mm. And the reason is, is because I think, like, you're normal and I'm normal. They've never asked. Here's my problem when I look at it. It's just a guy in northern Wisconsin living and working every day and doing the different things. I, I think there's not an honest person in Washington, D.C. Mm-hmm. That's my thought as yeah. a normal person. Yeah. Now, they all might get offended. It's like, well, I don't care. I, I'm telling you my opinion at this point. Yeah. And there's a reason why I have that opinion is because if you look around, it didn't matter who won the election, the other side will claim that it's not right. Right. Okay, what are we supposed to think then? No matter what happens in the election, it's not going to be right. It's going to be stolen. It's going to, and you know what? The truth is it might be. Mm-hmm. So it leaves all the normal people going, I don't know what to think. So I'll turn it off and go hunting. You know I mean? That's what we do. If the people in Washington, D.C. think that all of us are sitting on the edge of our seat waiting for them to make moves, we're not. Mm-hmm. We're out there. In fact, we're ignoring them more and more um, yeah. because of the fact that they're so confusing and self-absorbed. And I think likewise I'm seeing it, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think I'm seeing it in professional sports too. The more statements they make, the more the normal person is saying, I don't need to hear that, I'll go hunting. You know right. what I mean? I, I just don't need it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'd rather watch football, I'd rather watch hockey or basketball or something. I, I don't need to constantly hear about the troubles and constantly hear about the stresses. And uh, I think I'll go cut my lawn, you know, instead and in right. something fun um, that I can control, actually. So I don't know if the, the people in Washington, D.C. are actually listening to the normal person. Yeah, I can see that. No, I, yeah. They just kind of do their, I mean, it just becomes about other things rather than really like the policies that they stand for. Right. You know. Well, I am thankful. This time, this last year has really, I think, caused me to appreciate my, my family, my love for God, just the people that you work with more because that's where stability comes from. Mm-hmm. The government through history will change its policies. Whatever yeah. they change them to will affect what we do. Mm-hmm. But for us to worry about it and think about it all the time doesn't put us in a position where we can take um, advantage of the relationships we have right in front of our face right now mm-hmm. and enjoy those. Um, and I think it's really, it, here's a general rule I have. So for someone your age, I'll give you a general rule on, on truth. Okay. Because people love to use the word truth, but truth isn't something, like it, you, if you believe in something, it doesn't make it true. It just means you believe in it. Truth, to me, all through the years has been simple. If it gets complicated, it's not truth. Mm -hmm. If it gets overly complicated, it's complicated for a reason. Yeah. So uh, I'll give you, for example, the tax code. It's complicated. People get frustrated. It's written so very few people really understand what it says. It Mm -hmm. benefits those who wrote it somehow. Somehow, some way. And the rest of us put up with it. Here's how you would make that easy. You know, tax, 10%, done. No, no deduction, whatever it might be. You might say that's a political statement. No, I'm saying simplify it. Mm-hmm. Because when it gets complicated, the normal human loses faith in it. Yeah. Because it gets to where they can't understand it, and they think that somebody actually does understand it. 
Uh, same with uh, theology. You know, what God says is, is simple. All the truths in the Bible are simple. They're not complicated. So young people can understand them. For example, there is a God, I'm not him. That's pretty simple. Mm-hmm. Okay, Th- that's really the truth. Really yeah. There is a creator of the universe. God created the universe. Okay, I get it. Now look at science and what they're trying to do to explain how the universe came into existence. <laughs> they make it confusing. Absolutely. There was a bang, quadrillion years. And then they have debates know. and they have, it's like, you know what? You look like scum. Yeah. Is that a compliment then if we came from scum in there? Um, Sorry. Probably. <laughs> it's, it's probably DNA. <laughs> the bottom line really is Satan loves, when you look through the Bible. Yeah. Satan loves to make things complicated because it stops you. He's the king of chaos. He is. And God is the God of order. Yep. And order is simple. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a God. I have to align my life with what he says. So what's difficult about that? I, I understand the process. You know, it's kind of like when Jesus was asked what's important, what, how did he answer? Do you remember? When Jesus was asked, what is Christianity about in essence? Love, what did he say? Love the Lord. Is that where you're yeah. going? Yeah. Love the Lord God with all your heart, with all your soul, you know. And love each other. And love each other. Why didn't he go into all the theological treatises that everyone does? Mm-hmm. Because that's what it's about. Right. You love God and you love others. Now, if you get that, the rest of the Bible is about how that works out in life. Examples, illustrate. I, the rest of it is about, did people actually love God and love each other, and how did it work for them? Mm-hmm. That's all it's about, right. the Ten Commandments. They're really about, if you love God, here's how you act. If you love people, here's how you act. Look at the Ten Commandments through that light. The first ones, you know, they're about God. The last ones are about your relationship with each other. It, it, that's where you don't commit adultery kind of thing. So that's an easy one to talk about because it's like, okay, you love your wife, you love your husband, you don't commit adultery. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. That just makes sense. There's nothing complicated about it. Right. And then man starts to complicate it so that he actually can do what he wants. Yeah. And if that doesn't describe Washington, D.C., mm. totally complicated. Yeah. So to me, it seems like there's evil forces at work mm-hmm. because it's so complicated that a guy like me, a guy like you, can't even understand what's going on. Mm-hmm. And then they want to stop us from talking. Right. Yeah. Start censoring us. What do you think about that stuff on social media where they're censoring people? It's crazy. I mean, do they actually? No, I don't know. I'm not in that much. The only thing I've seen so far is a warning. Do they actually take people off, or do they? What do they do when they censor them? I'm not entirely sure. I don't know if they like hide their post or something. Um, you know, I, I mean, it happen. I feel like it's happening more and more. You know, even today, you know, I saw somebody um, talk about you know somebody that they knew. I think it was a former professor wished somebody happy birthday, and they said something to the effect of "Happy birthday, trust you, enjoy your day in Christ." And it was flagged by Facebook, saying it went against Facebook's um, standards. How does that go against the standard? I don't know. That's interesting. Which is interesting. You know, I, the people who listen to us need to realize, you, you have a brain. Yeah. Use it in the sense of sorting out things that you read. You don't yeah. have to. Facebook doesn't determine what's right and wrong. Right. Right. And, and I think this could even be a bigger discussion because if, if you're trusting Facebook to tell you what's fact and what's not, 
Yeah. I, I, I think we need to back the bus up a little bit. Yeah. Well, not only Facebook, other things. Or other things. Right. I know that um, when we go into the doctor, when I go into the doctor, the doctor that I've had basically rolls his eyes at the idea when you tell him what you need. Yeah. Because you've researched it online. Right. Because you can find anything online that right. you want to believe in. Anything. Oh, yeah. You can find anything that goes with your view. So how nowadays. in the world do we know truth anymore? Right. And that's, that's where you have to understand where to find truth. So here, here's a thought. Yep. Since there is truth, yeah. and it's not because of what I believe, mm-hmm. and since there's this other thing called deception, yeah. the danger with deception is that when you believe it, mm-hmm. to you that's truth. Right. So you're not working at getting away from that. Right. That's why it's so dangerous. Right. You know, the best illustration I've ever seen was, um, I saw a talk by Louis Giglio, who's a pastor down in Atlanta. Um, but he used the illustration of even fishing lures. You know, and you think of it, you know, when you talk about truth and you talk about the way Satan works, he's not going to entice you with something that is, isn't naturally attractive. Right. You know, and so if you've ever been fishing, and I've done some fishing, I'm not the best fisherman, but I understand that in order to catch a fish, you want to dangle something in front of them that like they're going to want to bite juicy into. Juicy worms. You know, something that looks real to them, you know, with a little bit more, you know, and I think that it's the same with truth. And the reason that I feel like it's so hard nowadays to decipher it is because Satan is doing everything he can to detract you from the actual truth. To complicate it. To complicate it, to create chaos and yeah. look around us. Yeah. Is it chaos? Is and, it chaotic? And by the way, that's how he worked on Eve. Right. Remember, he went to Eve, yep. pretty, mu- pretty much said, let's complicate what God just said. Right. You know, he, the way, and depending on the translation, it, it almost is like, did God really say? Exactly. You know, and then he twisted it a little bit, enough to make her think like, Oh, did he say that? But it's not what God actually said, right. but it was close enough to the truth that she thought he was quoting the truth. Yeah. I would encourage our listeners, go in the Bible where Satan t- tempted Jesus. Yeah. And think, really? He did it with the Bible? Right. He tempted Jesus with Scripture. Right. Okay. How's that work? Well, Scripture is our authority. Mm-hmm. He was twisting the scripture yep. and trying to use it as the authority to get Jesus to do wrong. Right. Satan isn't beyond that. That's how he works. And I, I tell our students all the time, you need to have something in place. You need to, to check what you believe. You need to. You cannot just say, I believe this so it's true. You have to, on a regular basis, have a way to check what you believe because you will lie to yourself. You, have de- you will be deceived. That's the nature of deception. Right. And only fools do not have a mechanism. That's why when a pastor speaks, when I speak, whatever, pull out your Bible, check it out, make sure it's right according to the Bible, and if not, realize that person's still growing and developing. But don't just take it at face value because manipulation and deception is out there, and so are false teachers. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I feel like we're just tipping the, you know, scratching the surface on this discussion, uh, which is always the case on this show because we run out of time. And that's why we just keep on going. We have great conversations and, you know, at least try to perk 
the 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 your mind or whatever but uh if if you want to rejoin us for this conversation i encourage you to continue to listen to our podcast if you want to check out other ones head over to relate365.com and you could download or re-listen to this one or other ones or even other podcasts that we do uh but at least for this time this is jason and dave we're out of time here on younger and older we'll see you next time